It's One Storytime, a podcast for kids of all ages who want to become investigators of God's Word, the one story of redemption in Jesus Christ. In each episode, we will learn an amazing Word of the Week, investigate a challenging question about God and His world, or to discover how to apply a Bible story to our lives. So let's get started. Here's our host, Dr. John Kwasny, but you can just call him Doc. Hello again, everyone. So good to be with you today on One Story Time. Have you ever made an apology? I hope you've made lots of them. When you do something wrong or offend someone in some way, it is always important to apologize. Making an apology is another way of saying that we regret doing something or not doing something. We may say things like, I'm sorry that I said those mean things to you. I am sorry that I forgot to do what you told me to do. I am sorry that I hurt you in that way. Saying I'm sorry is another way to say I am sad. So this is a good way to make an apology, admitting our regret. But there is another kind of apology that you may have never made in your life. But as a Christian, you will need to make apologies all the time that have nothing to do with saying I'm sorry. So our word of the week today is apologetics. Say it with me, apologetics. You hear the word apology in there, right? But as I said, we aren't talking about the kind of apology that is saying, I'm sorry. The apologetics I want you to learn more about today has to do with making a defense. To make an apology is to defend something or someone. To better understand this word, we need to go way back to ancient times to the country of Greece. Picture yourself as a Greek citizen who has to go to court because you are accused of a crime. After the judge tells you what you've done wrong, you have the chance to make an apology. No, you are not saying that you're sorry. The apology you get to make is a defense. You get to tell your side of the story. You get to tell the judge that you didn't really do anything wrong or that they arrested the wrong man. Do you see how important this kind of apology is? When people were innocent in ancient Greece, they needed to be able to defend themselves from the accusation. Okay, let's fast forward through the years. Over time, the act of making an apology became connected to the Christian faith. And so the field of apologetics was born. Now, apologetics is the defense of the Christian faith. When a Christian makes an apology, he or she is defending what we believe as Christians. Now, you may be wondering, why do we need to defend the Christian faith? Shouldn't people just make up their own minds about whether or not Christianity is true? Well, to answer that question, let's go to God's Word. We will start in the book of 1 Peter 3, verse 14. But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. Do you hear the word defense? Peter tells us to always be prepared to make a defense 
to give an apologetic to explain why we believe what we believe. We are to make a defense whenever someone asks for a reason for the hope that is in us. What Peter is picturing here is a situation where a non-Christian is persecuting you for your faith. You are being harassed for being a Christian. You are suffering in some way for following Jesus. Maybe being made fun of or being criticized for believing something so silly. But instead of getting angry, you show this non-Christian love and grace and mercy. This makes your enemy wonder what you believe, how you can still believe it in the face of persecution. So he asks for a reason. He wants to learn more about what you believe and why you believe it. This is your chance to become a Christian apologist. God's Word teaches us to always be ready to defend the faith. God uses Christians to teach others what Christianity is all about. Here are some examples of the Apostle Paul using apologetics. 1 Philippians 1 verse 7. He writes, It is right for me to feel this way about you all because I hold you in my heart. For you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. And then verse 16, the latter do it out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. Much of the Apostle Paul's ministry was apologetics. He was always defending the faith as he planted churches, interacted with non-Christians, and even while he was in prison. Did you hear that last part? Even while Paul was in prison for his faith, he saw an apologetic opportunity to explain to others what Christianity is all about. Well, you and I are also called to the work of apologetics. As you continue to grow in your faith, you need to learn how to defend it as well, to give an account for the hope that you have. How can you learn to be a good apologist? Well, first of all, you need to grow in your Bible knowledge. We first defend the faith by the authority of God's Word. So, for example, if a friend tells you that he believes people evolved from monkeys, you need to know what the Bible says about it. Where do we learn about how people and even monkeys were created? Yes, in Genesis 1 and 2. There we learn God created everything after its own kind. No animal turned into other animals, and certainly not into people. We are told in Genesis 1.27 that people are made in God's image, so we are not just a higher form of monkey. Or maybe another friend doesn't believe that you have to put your faith in Jesus in order to go to heaven. How will you defend the truth of salvation? Well, you can show them John chapter 14, verse 6, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. You could also go to Scripture passages in Romans where Paul teaches that salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. But maybe you have figured out a problem with defending the faith by using God's Word. What if your friend doesn't believe the Bible is true or that it is the authoritative Word of God? Every time you show him what the Bible says, he just tells you, you aren't convincing me because I don't believe in the Bible. 
Are there other ways to defend the faith other than using the Bible? Yes, we can certainly give other evidence for certain big questions in this life. For example, your friend doesn't believe there is a God at all. He thinks God is an imaginary made-up being. If he doesn't believe the Bible is true, what else can you say? Well, there are several different sorts of arguments you can make. I don't mean that you need to argue with your friend. An argument is just a logical way to state what you believe. One argument you could make is by talking about the universe. Since the universe exists, there must be a cause for it to exist, right? There has to be some big mover behind it since it is so big and complex. That has to be God, right? Then you could also talk to your friend about everything in creation. How amazing it is. Could it really have all just happened by accident? Or does it require an intelligent designer in order to make all these complex creations? If you can't see that we need an all-powerful God to create this world, you really don't want to see it. But in the end, we can never defend the faith just by making reasonable arguments. Since we are sinners, our minds cannot figure out truth alone. We need God to reveal himself to us as we learned in another podcast. So when people don't accept the truth that God exists and that the Bible is the word of God, it is hard to do the work of apologetics. And yet, we must always be ready to defend the faith. Who knows how God will use you to persuade others of the truth? We need to always be praying that God will soften the hearts of non-Christians so that they will hear and believe the truth. It is our job to defend the faith. It is God's job to change people's hearts. Oh, there is so much more you need to learn about apologetics. Do you know that old Doc has written an entire apologetics course for high schoolers and for adults? Maybe your church is using those resources from One Story Ministries already. But just because I've written apologetics lessons for youth and adults doesn't mean apologetics isn't for kids. Whatever age you are, you need to be ready to give an answer for what you believe. When a friend questions you, you need to be ready to give an answer. When you're reading a book or watching a TV show or movie that teaches the wrong things about God or this world, you need to know what is wrong and why it is wrong. When you read your Bible, you need to always be thinking about how it applies to your life so you can know why you believe what you believe. As you learn God's Word, love God's Word, and live God's Word, you are preparing to teach God's Word. In other words, you're becoming a Christian apologist. Always remember, we never apologize, meaning saying I'm sorry, for the truths of the Christian faith. But we always make an apology, meaning defend it, when called upon to give the reasons why we believe what we believe. Thank you for investigating God's Word with us today. One Story Time is brought to you by One Story Ministries, provider of Christ-centered Bible curriculum for the church, home, and school. You can discover more about our resources for children, youth, and adults by visiting onestoryministries.org. 
please share this podcast with your friends, family and church so you can talk about it together. Until next time, keep learning, loving and living out God's Word.